Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We have finally brought back, resurrected, one could say, the Warhammer 40,000 segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. Well, it's been a long time. I am your host, Vincent Morgato. I hope everyone remembers Mr. Ben Neal. It's been 87 years. <laughs> and Mr. Michael Schwartz. Hello, everyone. It's, it's good to be back stateside. <laughs> oh, that's right. You uh, you went on a little world tour over the holidays. Yeah, I was uh, two and a half weeks, uh, Israel, Jordan, and then Paris for two and a half days just to visit family. Israel's gorgeous. We spent two weeks there. And Jordan, we went to Petra, which is where, um, if anyone's seen Raider, uh, not Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, The Last Crusade in Indiana Jones. It's the Last Crusade, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. the big wall, it's the big cave, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's just the entrance to the city, but that's very, yeah. it's like a tomb. That, and then the rest of the city is behind it, but it's all, that's that's the best preserved part of the city, but you still have, picture an entire city of like that, and you got Petra. Um, interesting story, uh, it took us like several hours to cross the border. Uh, until my mom somehow managed to complain to the colonel who was in charge. And, and the face of that colonel was like, oh, my God, please. I would rather be in a shooting war with Israel right now than deal with this woman. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, we were across the border. Oh, man. And then when we came back, they remembered us because they literally. And they're just like, they just waved you through. Yeah, they were like, yalla, yalla, faster, faster. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just go. We just country. Go. No, no questions. No questions. <laughs> it's like trying to avoid a bad interview. Go, 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 go. All right. So we did get uh, – we're just for everyone, uh, just kind of give you an outline for the next two weeks. Tonight we're going to be talking about Psychic Awakening as lists for LBO were due today. Um, as soon as we get an opportunity to examine them all and kind of see what the trends dictate, which way the wind is blowing, we will cover that uh, probably next week. Uh, but for the moment, we are going to be talking about Psychic Awakening, and that means starting with the Warhammer Community Chapter Focus, the Grey Knights. Well, it'll also take us all week to count every single Centurion that's going to LVO, so it'll take a while. <laughs> I mean, I think we can kind of agree that we could just start counting by fives, right? <laughs> Five Centurions, uh, uh, uh. Ten Centurions, hey, seriously, uh, like... uh, uh. I think we might, I might have to go grab that little soundbite of the Count laughing. Before we go into chapter focus, though, I just want to talk about LVO to kind of warm up to it. Ben, you are not going to play your Space Marines, correct? Nope. I am playing Age of Sigmar at LVO. You're playing Age of Sigmar. Uh, so Wide World of Wargaming has accidentally become the unofficial uh, Age of Sigmar podcast for the West Coast. Um <laughs> We didn't really mean to do that, but it just kind of seems that way. Sure. Schwartz, you are also playing AOS? Uh, I'm flying in on Saturday, unfortunately. Oh, you're playing the doubles tournament. You just told me that like yeah. 30 seconds ago. I'm a <laughs> if, if, if I had the time, honestly, I would be playing 40K champs. Uh, albeit I would get my teeth kicked in, realistically, with my uh, Blood Angels. But, you know, Ben... Ooh, have they not been developing the way you expected? Uh, I just haven't had a chance to play test them as much as I wanted to the last month. Ben, you need to like teach me the way of close combat again. I feel I have lost my touch. Yeah. <laughs> you never had your touch. Uh, some people in this podcast would disagree. Is it the one who's not here? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he who shall not be named. He who shall not be named. <laughs> he who... He who punked out 30 seconds before yeah, showtime. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, I think they're, they're, they have a massive close combat potential. It's just, I, it's truthfully, if you're going to run Marines, it may not be the most efficient way of running Marines. But if you like assault Marines, 
my God. Well, Schwartz, you know, I mean, Ben has already explained the the secret behind his his results. It's the number of magic boxes on the field. <laughs> yes, I see. And LVO is uh, like... surprisingly lacking in magic boxes this year. So, at least the hundred <laughs> tables they showed off are. Yeah, you say surprising. What I think you mean is inevitable. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Eldar Flyer players were complaining about it, so of course I, mean, I got taken listen, away. Exactly. Like you know what happens as soon as you piss off the. Uh, the pointy-eared section of the community, <laughs> they are going to find a way to rebalance the game in their favor. They always have. Like, we love, I know everybody on here loves to joke about how Reese is the big anti-Tau player. We all know who really nerfed Tau back in the day. It was a community vote. Oh, my vote. God. Yeah. Kind of brutal. <laughs> I'm just saying. It is what it is. But, so, let's see. Please ignore me crunching on ice <laughs> while I drink water. Delicious. Let's take a look at this Grey Knight stuff. Let's take a look at this Grey Knight stuff. Did we feel we were all talking a little bit about how they were going to respond to the the started all the new rules that Adeptus has started? It wasn't enough, was it? Even even all the extra bonuses, the bonus attacks, some of the abilities, they really didn't get because they don't benefit from any specific chapter tactics. They just it wasn't enough, right? Yeah, I mean, they were still using the stratagems from their original codex from the beginning of 8th edition, which all the stratagems from the beginning of 8th edition are just yeah. mostly The, the power level is just significantly There's, reduced yeah. to compare to the newer books. This is a prime example of codex creep. Plus, they, they, I feel they missed a mark when they released the codex. They could have done something more creative. It just was a rehashing of all the current models they had and then move on. Yeah, the original also, 8th I mean, edition codexes like Space Marines, Guard, Grey Knights, and Death Guard, yeah. they were pretty boring. They didn't really have any flavor. It was just, here's like a reroll one's ability on your army, or plus one to cast, or you can move and shoot heavy, or a rapid fire at 18. Like, nothing really fun or exciting. But the new codexes yeah, the, have done much better with that. And I think the Grey Knights the, are going to get that treatment hope. for I sure. Mean, realistically, they haven't been peaked since 5th edition. They haven't, like, uh, okay, I was just going to say this. They haven't been peaked since they lost weapon skill yeah, five. Fifth edition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that was, because that was the, that was one of the things that was always, you know, special is that they, they, they were, a small number of them were still able to put out a ton of attacks that were just like, oh, you're hitting, you're dead. And they normally were hitting you on threes, wounding you on threes. Well, I mean. It, it made up for their, for be, being such a low model count army. Like, 20 guys i mean there was a time that, i mean there also there was a time when those death stars were very hard to budge because they would have Drago. well that was after that was six i always forget the drago star was the drago mm, star was six i'm pretty sure an adepticon with like 50 percent of the field being gray nuts with fifth also or maybe it was, like, it was it's all well, yeah there were it was it was two different things gray knights came up in fifth because they were all weapon skill five and they just destroyed everything yeah. as soon as they got to you then sixth edition came around and they got paladins. Yeah, that's right. And they could the, and they could do a Drago star and they could pass off wounds to each other. And then it was the right. It was the wounds shenanigans. It was basically they had their own version of what the orcs, uh, what orc bikers used to do. Yeah, yeah, with the knob bike squads. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, because I remember specifically running into Grey Knights right when I started. You, I think this is before you knew me, Schwartz. But uh, I, they, I ran into a guy running the Drago star. And I had a whole bunch of sabers, <laughs> saber gun platforms with last cannons on them. 
and it's like, go ahead and pass the wound, bro. Whoever's taking it's getting insta-killed. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, that was the only way. And then I think I was running Executioners at the time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That was the thing. I think Saber Weapons Platform was one of the few counters to that. It's because it was Forge World and the codexes weren't balanced with Sabres involved. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, Forge World. That was the bad... Oh, Forge oh, World. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, that's enough reminiscing about 10th right? Yeah. <laughs> enough triggering like nothing, flashbacks. It's, it's, I mean, are we sure it's flashbacks? Because I'm pretty sure custodes custodes prove they still haven't figured out how to do it. Um, but the first and foremost that that we see as far as the Grey Knights go, they have received their own version of doctrines called the Tides. Uh, they're calling it the Masters of the Warp Rule. Um. And there are four different tides that they are able to activate. I guess they're allowed to pick during the game. They're allowed to pick before the game. Yeah, so you pick one at the start of the game, and then you can change them with a psychic power in the middle of the game. Okay. Oh, that's clutch. <laughs> and it looks like it's called the it's the warp shaping psychic power. I expect it's part of so it is part of a discipline that they will all have access to. Um, assuming you don't take the old sanctic discipline, which is, in a word, not great. It is uh, very. It's a hot pile it's of bland. Garbage. It's bland. Yeah. To be nice. Um, the first one, the Tide of Fury. Uh, this is going to be for people who, uh, like we said, like to run paladins and or just hit people with large objects. While this tide is dominant when resolving an attack made with with a nemesis weapon. By an infantry model with this ability, you may re-roll a wound of one. This is not just melee attacks, um, which could be pretty... But are there any I mean, nemesis ranged weapons? Because it says a nemesis weapon. Have, well, the, oh, that's fair. I think that's I was, only I the melee. Thinking of like the, is it only the melee? Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, because the silencer and the um, the side cannons are both uh, would both fall under the next one. Hmm. Still, I mean, it's uh, re only once to wound is going to be good if you're a guy that likes to run a lot of demon hammers. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you can switch to it in your psychic phase and then just go charge with a bunch of stuff, and now you're having real wounds right, one. Right, right, right. There's certainly utility in that. Uh, the only Throwing up an army-wide is... lieutenant buff if you just get a psychic power off in the combat phase is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. The only concern being, of course, that since it's a psychic phase, you can it's a psychic power to change it. You can mess with that with a lot of different abilities. Yeah, and the rest of the tides, I think, are going to be way better than this one. <laughs> good. Well, I, I mean, I think I think the one you're going to start with is you're probably most people are going to think start on convergence, just because of how widely applicable it is. Uh, tide of convergence. While this tide is dominant. Add one to the strength and damage characteristic of psi weapons that infantry models with this ability are equipped to. Uh, so, like I said, silencers and psi cannons, which have never really gone out of style. Um, would that be a three damage psi cannon? Uh, no, only the heavy psi cannon is two damage based. Only the heavy? And it's not okay. an infantry model, so it doesn't it's matter. It's not an infantry model. It's only, yeah, it's only on the... Uh, Whatchamacallit. The Dread Knights. The, Dread Knights. the plus like... one strength, though, is nice. So, what is that? A strength five now? Strength five on the silencers, yeah. 
Nice. Which, Strength 5 of the silencers, 2 damage. That's a... D3 plus 1 damage. Oh, D3 plus 1 damage. Oh, wow. Yeah, the silence. Okay, and the side... Mm, you know, there's one other one we're not thinking of. What? The incinerator's a psi weapon, isn't it? Uh, I don't think so. But I can't remember. Uh, I'm going to double check this. Um, where is... Uh, I hear Schwartz tapping in the background trying to beat me to it. <laughs> Why do we always have to race for things like this? Because I'm competitive, uh, goddammit. <laughs> okay. Uh, it does not... Okay, it doesn't... It's not specified here. So it looks like it is just going to be the silencer, um, which is the... Yeah, uh, damage 1d3, so plus uh, 1d3 plus 1 per damn. Pretty good at killing That's Centurions actually... up to strength five. Oh my, yes. Yeah. So you could argue that they're already building it up to be an anti uh, space counter 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 space marines almost. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You never want you never want to assume that this was tailored out just to be you know one thing. The real question the the question you want to ask to see if this is actually balanced. What in demons would you use this? It would be most, you know, would, would hurt the worst getting hit by this. Oh, these guys are just going to murder demons. Like the uh, yeah, it's the new possessed star list that's been going around. It's going to get melted off the table by gray knights. Well, there, you, there's your answer right I mean, there. <laughs> it, it should. Uh, that's kind of what they're for. <laughs> um, because uh, mainly the uh, so the tide of escalation is when you with this ability and the rights of banishment manifests smite and it's not resisted the power inflicts one additional mortal wound on the target. Ooh. So normally that's going to be two, but against demon keyword that's four mortal wounds per smite. I was just thinking that. That's a lot. That's just going to melt a freaking thirty man plague bearer unit. Yeah, anything with the I'm demon keyword is just going to get blown off the table. Oh, wow. So the Chaos Demons do have a stratagem to bring a unit back after it gets killed by Grey Knight. Sure. But things that aren't Chaos Demons that still have the demon keyword, like uh, Lord of Skulls, some of the uh, <clears throat> Chaos Space Ring vehicles like Mauler Fiends, the possessed, they're just going to take four mortal wounds from every single smite that you can actually be casting smite on a three plus. And it's and you'll be throwing smite from like every single unit. Yeah, there's going to be throwing out seven or eight smites per turn that do four exactly. mortal wounds yep. and cast on a three. Right, here's 28 yep. mortal wounds every turn for free. <laughs> well, remember, uh, that is, is that, uh, does that take, take the ITC nerf into account? So Grey Knights ignore it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, Thousand so, Sons and Grey Knights don't take the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's that's so brutal. And that's that's the uh, one of the few advantages that Grey Knights used to have, but now with Tide of Escalation, oh my, that's just painful. Now it's gonna have a now it's gonna be an advantage that they really have. Well, I mean, whew, you could just melt anything. Do Chaos Knights have the Chaos keyword? They do not. They don't have the demon keyword. Okay. 
Sorry, yeah, the demon cube. But I mean, even against normal targets, doing two mortal wounds is your normal smite without the variability, which is great. Yeah. yeah, that is great. I mean, albeit, but realistically, the that's where it really comes into being is against. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see if uh, MSU Tide of Escalation Grey Knights actually turns into a thing. Uh, I mean, if it, the thing is the chaos. Chaos demons are just not that meta heavy right now. No, but it's still good against everything else because two mortal wounds <laughs> per smite casting on a three is still good, especially Touché. against marine armies that usually don't put a lot of wounds on the table. Touche, touche, good sir. Let's talk about the one that we skipped over that might also be you know just as widely used as Tide of Convergence, only because it really does a lot to. Uh, Amp, you know, to make Grey Knights a lot more survivable considering their low numbers. Uh, the Tide of Shadows, whilst this Tide is... I hate the word whilst. Uh, whilst this Tide is dominant, a unit with this ability receives the benefit of cover to its th saving throw, even while it is not entirely or within a terrain feature. When resolving an attack made with a ranged weapon against a unit with this ability, while it is entirely on or within a terrain feature, subtract one from the hit. So level. they basically have the uh, Raven Guard ability? Yeah, so you're Raven Guard on the start of the game for turn one, and then you either yep. super buff your guns or you super buff your smite. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty good. It's gonna make it's gonna make Grey Knights, you know, regular uh, tactical squads probably the hardest MSU to pull out of cover. Yeah, I mean, no, I, uh, I agree. What's even better is what's better than the Raven Guard one is there's no range restriction for this. That's true. So you can be standing right. on a ruin with someone <laughs> and still have the cover and be minus one to hit. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, but it is only against ranged weapons. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, that's what he means. You're, you're not going to get the minus one to well, hit. I mean, or like a, a flyer I, list I, that can come up right next to you. You'll still get your cover. You'll yeah. still get your minus one to hit. And then you just smite it off the table and laugh. Go Great Knights. <laughs> go Great Knights, go. I mean, you know, we, we always talk about it, but is <laughs> I guess this is how Great Knights are gonna fight Eldar Flyers. With dirty magic. With yeah, they're just literally gonna point at it and, and okay, so are Grey Knights now actually turning into Jedi where they just point at things and pull them apart? Yes, I mean use their own yes. dirty magic against the Eldar. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, they were Jedi. Now, uh, is there? I'm looking over the uh, the Sanctic discipline just just because we don't know the the whole Dominus one just yet. Um, is there any of these tides that work specifically with any spells that you guys can think of? Like, is there any? You know, would you would you pop any? Would you pop the tide before going over to a specific uh, magic phase? Ex obviously, accepting. You know, let me smite half your army off the table per turn. Yeah, so I mean, combining the uh, the tide of convergence with a side cannon unit with astral aim, Ooh. and then they're just camping in a ruin out of line of sight, blasting away with plus one strength and plus one damage. That's gonna hurt. You can stick that in a magic box well, all day. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, it would it would be cool if it was the old school purifiers where they could shoot where they could do this out of a rhino. 
Yeah, or just a. I wonder how many heavy weapons you can take in a Terminator squad. I think it's uh, only I think one. Every in five. single Terminator can take a side cannon. Every guy can. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be I, very I, expensive. I, I'm fast. most likely wrong. So you could have a, a 500 point wrong. unit with 10 side cannons. <laughs> <laughs> Just pray Beautiful. to God. <laughs> <laughs> Pray to your heathen god. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, that's just like that's a very glass hammer unit. You kill all three Thunderfire cannons and all three Imperial Fist whirlwinds on turn one. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> know the math. <laughs> oh god! I mean, the alternative is that it, the alternative is that this maybe brings back the Purgation Squad, which has just you know has not seen existence in like five years. Yeah. All right. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't look like any of this does a whole lot for I mean, the units that are already playable. You know, the Dread Knights um, and some of the vehicles. Yeah, so the tides are pretty much just affecting infantry models. Strike Squad. Except for yeah, Strike Squad. the Tide of Shadows and the Psychic one. Like the, the Psy weapon right. and the Nemesis weapon are both only infantry models. So Yeah. I mean, Tide of Escalation is just so good with the Rites of Banishment. Oh, yeah. And then there's a, yeah, I mean, a, psych, or a, a stratagem okay. down here. Empiric Surge. Use a stratagem in your psychic phase after a Grey Knight Psyker has manifested a psychic power. Until the end of that phase, there's a six-inch bubble of plus one to psychic tests from that That's unit. super clutch. For one <laughs> CP. And then you're already plus yeah. one to cast... From the Grey Knights chapter, tactic, assuming they keep that the same. I'm sure they will. I'm sure it's just going to, this is all addition. Also, did you check out the one psychic power that they've already leaked? Yes, Imperial, uh, Imperial Domination, where on a war chart seven, they get an extra command that's point. Yeah, I noticed that. That's, that's pretty good on a clutch. So the biggest thing about this is just, you're talking about an army that probably runs... I would imagine that this is going to drive Grey Knights players into running, like, heavy, heavy MSU. I mean, like, as many as they can get on the table. Oh, yeah, throw as many smites on the table as you can. I, right. Interceptors, and mostly, like, interceptors and strike squads. Why not? Um, I, have a, I, have a lo- I have a long love affair with purifiers, but I'm not, you know, maybe you could get them on the table with, uh, with some of the tides. Yeah. Um. So there, or there is this, another uh, uh, a stratagem that is not previewed here, but that they did show off that uh, it's one CP, and uh, when you deep strike, you get to deep strike three inches away, but you mm. can't charge. <laughs> so you can just drop in with a, a big pile of flamers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That'll do dirty damage. And just hope you don't get Auspex scanned off the table, but whatever. <laughs> you know, there's there's only so many there's only so many armies able to run the Auspex scan, even if half the code half the world is gonna be running uh Marines. Um You know, unfortunately I don't see anything here to help out the old rifleman dread come back. I don't see a whole lot here. No, I mean he he gets cover if he's in the Tide of Shadows, which Certainly helps a little bit, but they certainly... I think the Grey Knights are going to be a lot more focused on infantry, at least yeah. what we've Stri- been shown yeah. here. Infantry squad. Also, the, apparently the chaplains are also getting a whole new set of lit- litanies. 
Yes. Uh, for Grey Knights. Right. And I'm, I was just scrolling down and I'm looking at one of them, uh, which is going to be nasty. If this litany is, by the way, I love this, the start of the sentence. If this litany is, is inspiring, select one friendly Grey Knights unit within six inches of this model. Add six to the range characteristics of bolt and psi weapons. Um, this is not limited to infantry, though. Mm, I'm pretty sure the litanies overall mentions uh, infantry. Uh, no, you you can use them on whatever. Oh, really? Okay. But, I mean, you're probably going to get more use out of throwing it on a 10-man infantry squad compared to yeah, that's a, true. a Dread Knight. That's true, actually. You're right. It doesn't say it. It's just I've never actually used the litanies for anything other than my infantry squads. <laughs> uh, but Yeah, I'm... No, go ahead. No, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, the combo of adding six inches to psi weapons when you consider the psychic power Ben mentioned, yeah, you can use the tide plus psychic power plus this uh, this litany. It produces a pretty potent unit that can just hide in the, in the middle of the board in the magic box and just like pump out a ton of DACA. A nice and little corner camping side cannon squad. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing that are missing from the current Grey Knight book because their stratagems and their options are all so vanilla. Uh, you saw the same thing with the Space Marine new book. All these new additions gives them so many options and flavors that you can really tailor lists and options and combos as opposed to the old one where it was bland and therefore hard to create these kind of insane fun combos that you see so often now. Yeah. And I, for one, think Ray Knights are better off for it. Everyone should be able to do crazy combos. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I just, I, I'm not sure I like the idea of Grey Knights getting a, getting a, you know, backfield uh, cover camping heavy support choice. I mean. Just because it's so not what they do. Yeah, but. Like the, the purgation squads just, they're not devastator squads. A purgation squad is a lot more like a, like a guard special weapon squad. Don't bring the fluff in into my competitive be. war game. Well, that's, <laughs> I know that's true. That's true. I mean, that's also the thing, right? If 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 we follow by the fluff, half the things that would be useful in in, in uh, half the things that are useful in fluff are absolute garbage in competitive play. Don't mind this Centurion squad moving thirty inches in one turn. Yeah, exactly. Totally fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> Totally, totally fluffy. <laughs> or like, has uh, anyone ever seen the close combat version of Obliterators? Mutilators? Yes. Mm, Not since that's probably six then. <laughs> right, exactly, right? I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen Mutilators. Right? Well, it, according to the fluff, like, they're supposedly terrifying. <laughs> well, sure. So I've I, heard. You know, but... <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> Uh, last thing we're going to talk about is the um, there's going to be a couple new relics for the Grey Knights, and one of them is the Stave of Supremacy, which is the Grey Knights version of Roll Doubles, I Dare You. Um, model with the Nemesis Warding Stave. When a psychic test is taken for an enemy model within 18 inches of a model with this relic, that enemy suffers perils on any roll of a double. Um, Fun okay. gimmick. Uh, okay. I mean, it suffers the same problem that the Kalexis assassin had in that it's actually pretty easy to get outside of 18 inches 
with your psychers. Yeah. That's true, but you did uh, you did just mention the ability of Grey Knights to drop within three inches of somebody. Yeah. So, but are you really going to drop your uh, your librarian with a fancy stick three inches away from the enemy and hope he survives? <laughs> it depends what I'm about to do. It depends what I'm about to do. I mean, if I'm if somebody leaves me room behind a big character wall, um, and then I'm about to charge a whole two or three big blocks of demons with my entire crew, then yeah, I might trade my librarian to wipe out a guy's whole front line. Oh my god. I, listen, you Schwartz, you know this, Ben, we've, ben doesn't. My obsession with high-risk deep striking is never going to go away. <laughs> like, it is a huge part of I how know. I play 40k, and it has served me it, well. And what's so many, funny many is times. that with the new rules changes, like, the high risk deep striking became far and far, far and far less high risk, but somehow you still managed to make it high risk. <laughs> uh, you know, it, some people just live on Apparently. the edge. Apparently, <laughs> you know you, you can't you can't you, you can't take it out of me. It's just in there. I, I I like throwing squads into places where my opponent goes. What is he thinking? What does he know that I don't know? What the hell is going on? Where did that unit go? Why are there four plasma guns at strength eight rerolling ones to hit and wound? Yeah. In Soviet it's Russia, fun. character screen unit. <laughs> I mean, technically anything screens anything now with the nine inch roll, but I'm not gonna I don't want to talk about that. I don't I still have not gotten over the fact that hotshot las guns have an eight inch range and they have to drop nine inches away from people. Wow. wow. Yeah. But you know, everybody hates scions, so I'm I'm mostly over that by hey, now. They're a lot cheaper now. Um, they are a lot cheaper now. That that was a good thing. Um, I'm probably watch going to be watching the results of LVO very closely to see, you know, if and what if and what comes out of this. Well, it's um, either going to be centurions, iron hands, or fifty drones. I love your optimism, Ben. <laughs> One or the other. I mean, I, I I don't disagree. Unfortunately, I don't think chapter approved really did anything to change it to change up the meta. Not really. I think it's more uh, uh, just ITC missions currently. I think we need to see a rework of those. You know, it I, missions kind of do need to be updated with the times. Um, if they are left for too long, they do kind of go stale, and it becomes too easy to write lists that exploit them. Um, Which right now is just sit in the corner and shoot your opponent off the table. Yeah, and I mean, look, matter. I should love that. Like, I should love sitting in the corner and shoot your opponent off the table, but everybody does it better than guard <laughs> now, so it's not fun. Poor guard. You know, it was... We, our time of dominance was so heavy, but so brief. I would love and if I say uh, me, yeah. they just took out Killmore. Just keep everything the same. Take away Killmore as a, a point. Have the only primary points be kill, hold, hold more bonus. Just take out Killmore. What do you think that would do overall? Give a lot more incentive to board control armies and melee armies instead of sit in the corner and ignore line of sight and table people. Thunderfires are really that bad, huh? 
Uh, Thunderfires are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that would move the game, you know, toward? Do you think that would be a good move as far as bringing even more basic infantry into the game? Just because if you, you know, if if we're going to start seeing uh, objective holding become really important, you are going to start see, seeing people move towards units that can just wipe 20 or 30 man blocks off the board in one round. Yeah, I mean, it would certainly move towards more melee Death Stars that can actually go hold the middle of the table. It'd probably switch to more of an AOS meta of two giant melee units bump into each other in the middle and... Whoever rolls the best dice win. (laughs) Because right now it's currently just Alpha Strike meta. Yeah, uh, it did. We we did not get the balanced back and forth, you know, that we were hoping for with Eighth Edition. Unfortunately, did you guys see the meme where it's, it's the it's the old um, Scooby Doo meme where it's Fred pulling the guy's mask off and it says Eighth Ed, then he pulls it off and it says Fifth Ed underneath. <laughs> I mean, yes, but in some senses, um, I feel that this is far more balanced than Fifth Ed. Uh, there were just it was, there were just some armies that were unplayable in fifth ed. I, I find that there's some armies that are unplayable All now. Right, fine, but not to the same extent. I feel that there's a lot of love coming out of GW for almost every single faction, and there's always something to get excited about. Plus, Psychic Awakening, everything that's been happening, they're really revamping several of the codexes as we can as we have just been discussing. Grey Knights were unplayable now right. they're playable maybe and it's maybe. cool that they're releasing we yeah, we'll, we'll uh it's cool that they were it's cool that they're releasing this right after chapter approved yeah. uh so that i think their hope was that by dropping ca and then bringing in psychic awakening they could really shake everything up going idea. forward for the whole year uh it's just unfortunate that we're mostly focused on lvo right now and they're not gonna. It's not gonna be nearly enough to really change anything in time. No, but I I will be uh, bringing Dark Angels to a GT a couple weeks after LVO. Great so we'll see how that goes. Great tell. <laughs> you just, uh, so you basically you've gone from being a loyalist to a chaos player. Alleged loyalist. Alleged loyalist. To alleged chaos player. <laughs> Is that? I mean, like, we're we're dan- we're joking about it, but is the I mean, we know the Centurion thing is re- it really is that bad. How did they miss that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they wanted to sell a bunch of Centurion I mean, yeah. kits. You know, you always hate for that to be your back answer. You know, none of us ever like to say that, but God, it does. It, I mean, God, this, it does feel like are, it. I just think they they don't. They don't play test enough, and most of them they don't know what competitive is. Like they they don't have enough people, and they don't have the right mindset most of the time to be able to look at a book and say, "Oh, hey, if you take this unit and bring eighteen of them with all these buffs, <laughs> it's really good." But they're just like, "Oh, hey, centurions aren't really being used ever." So let's drop their points a bunch. Oh, hey, White Scars go fast, and Raven Guard teleport around. So let's do that. 
then you combine the super cheap assault centurions with the teleporting super fast, and now they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's something to be said about the fact that, well, here's a question. Maybe that's the thing they missed, but maybe they were able to change like 10 different things that were even more broken than centurions. The thing is, we just don't know how good of a job they're doing simply because we only see the end result. We don't see what they originally thought up of and then changed. Yeah, I mean, they've, we don't they've see pretty they well thought. shown that they're not capable of seeing a lot of combos yeah, that's fair. I, I'm playing devil's in their playtesting. <laughs> I mean, like, they just don't understand how many buffs can be stacked on a unit and then it becomes broken. <laughs> Yeah, that's also fair. Also fair. Uh. That's, you know, unfortunately, that's one of the oldest problems with... We were kind of hoping that GW had learned from this. Because, um, you know, I won't say that every time they've done a points update, they've adjusted something that needed to be changed. Mm-hmm. They still have Eldar Flyers. Um, they It took them way too long to get around to correcting Knights. Uh, I know Ben thinks they still haven't fixed drones. <laughs> well, um, they need to redo the whole Tau Codex, really, because if they do anything to drones, yeah. then Tau's going to be the worst army That's in true. the game. The, the, it, it's still 90% of the Tau book is unplayable. It's just so bad. Yeah. There's only one I build mean, you can you really could argue do. That, like, you could argue that it's like a solid 75 85% of every Codex. Is on yeah, space marine's, pretty, space marine's pretty good. Except, well, because like I, I'll put it this way: When's the last time you saw anybody run, run rattlings? Wait, do they even make the model anymore? <laughs> is it is it just like a bunch of Hobbit leftover models that they just stuck gods onto? It's it's yes, it's a whole bunch, it's a whole bunch of stuff from Lord of the Rings. You just glue a las gun uh, to a Hobbit from Lord of the Rings. They, yeah, exactly. They they just cut. They literally cut the uh, the bow sideways off a crossbow, and then is, made it look like a wooden rifle. And does, does, like, here's a here's a rattling. If you if you lose if you use head. the Legolas model, do you just get an additional shot or something, or is it just an auto hit? Out of curiosity, he's too tall to be a rattling. <laughs> I don't know, man. Those models are hella short. Lord of the Rings is just like it's like the, that extra couple. Of yeah, because Lord of the Rings is one yeah. by or they're they're twenty five mils. Yeah, but a rattling is way chunkier they're, than Legolas too. That's true. That's true. They're they're definitely they're definitely <laughs> they're <spot>. big bones. <laughs> um, what's funny is is like the new ones honestly look like they just put clothes on some Slayer models and gave them rifles. <laughs> Maybe they did. Chopped off the mohawk and no, said, not- go get them dwarfs. <laughs> Well, the funny part is, like, on a couple of them, they didn't even cut off the mohawk. They just turned it sideways. Here's a haircut. Here's your rifle. Yeah. <laughs> go fight chaos. Go, go, go. Go stand on this Fortune rock that and way. fight you've chaos. Just... Yeah. You've, you've done this before. Now you're just doing it from further away. You'll be fine. Just, just shoot anything that moves. It's okay if you shoot a guardsman. We have plenty of those. Like like last time, there were people behind you with the rifles. This time, you have the rifles. You'll learn quick. Oh God! So yeah, I'm certainly excited for the uh, the Dark Angels rules. Should be fun. Have they? Uh, have you gotten any drip drip drops about what we can expect for the Dark Angels? Uh, I have no idea. 
they they've said that they're going to be focusing a lot on Deathwing and Ravenwing though. So that Ooh. should be fun. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I would love if we see. So make... What I would really love is if we see a Dark Angels Doctrine, and then a Ravenwing Super Doctrine and a Deathwing Super Doctrine. Now that you mention it, they'll probably do that because that's going to be an easy way to differentiate them. Yeah, like if you bring your entire army as Ravenwing, you get the Ravenwing Doctrine and the Dark Angels Doctrine. If you're gonna hamstring yourself by being only say, Ravenwing, which and, that would be and no one, cool. they better make Deathwing super awesome because if not, no one will bring it. Well, no one will bring it anyway. I doubt it. No, one, <laughs> I know, Poor right? Terminators. No one will bring it anyway. But like, <laughs> but uh, turns out Dark Angels flyers got really cheap in Chapter so, Four. Yeah. So. and those are Ravenwing. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, interesting. So there might be some play. I think you might be spot on yeah. on that call, though, considering how they have um, they focus very much on rewarding when you're very selective. Just doing Ravenwing, Deathwing. Yeah, that that really sounds like it's going to be plausible. We'll see next week. We'll be probably talking about it in between LVO lists. Yeah, it may come out. The previews may come out tomorrow or the Ooh, day after. Excitement. Excitement. And then, of course, uh, everyone's favorite ladies are on pre-order. That's going to be crazy. This is going to be a fun mo- couple months to be a 40K player. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll see balance again. There's no Balance is an illusion, Ben. It's just, just don't even go there. <laughs> They'll never be balanced. It was almost balanced right before the oh space marine. Oh my god! So no, it wasn't. The space marine were so bad. No, space marines were great. Right, you were like you were the only ones that were making it work. <laughs> you could only play ultramarines, and now no one plays ultramarines. It's awful. God forbid. This has been the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. <laughs> uh, I wish we could work we one of those quotes into every podcast. Um, <laughs> we got about, let's see. We got a couple of minutes left. We got about 12 minutes left. Why don't we do this? Let's just go. Why don't we each mention what we really want? We already got. Uh, we got what Ben wants out of uh, Dark Angels. He wants Dark Angels. Schwartz, if you could come up with a couple of things for Blood Angels to uh, as far as Psychic Awakening. Wait, what do you mean? What, what are you hoping for? They already got I already got, uh, yeah, I already got everything I wanted and more. There? Close combat for days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want a oh, Def... I oh, I, you know what I really want? I want a Def Company Space Marine to be cheaper to have five attacks on the charge. Oh, wait. I got it. Yay. <laughs> Ooh, Woo. and you know what sucks? They still get blown off the table before they get their points back. They still don't have I know. Oh, it's okay. I just run them cheap and just, like, wipe out people's, like, screens. It's a beautiful thing. And then they die. So, you know, it's perfect. Dev Company does their trick. Interesting. I completely wow. I this tells you how long we've been on a break. 
Uh, the only part I remember out of this was Mephiston. Oh, Mephiston getting up to 13 <laughs> attacks, which just like just one shot a night. Wait, you don't remember the fact that we had a conversation about the five space, uh, like Blood Angels characters that can one punch a night? Oh, I, wow. I really don't. Um, it's Look, we haven't All done right. a 40k well, episode in a while. Is, never mind. Uh, I'll talk. It, I, I got everything I could reasonably ask for a Blood Angels. Uh, update via the um, via the psychic awakening. The only thing, the only thing I would wish list for is a stratagem that allows me to switch to assault doctrine uh, into turn two. That way, you could get the blood angels boat at bonus of an extra attack uh, one turn faster. That would be the only thing. Yeah, they made a mistake with how doctrine yeah, progressed. Because, quite frankly, if you have a doctrine that starts with the heavy, that gets the buff for the heavy doctrine, such as Iron Hands or Imperial Fist, you are um, you're just that much at a better advantage. Everything that has an assault doctrine yeah. should come with a stratagem that allows you to switch to the assault doctrine on turn two. Yeah, I mean, my idea was they should force you to advance the doctrine unless you pay CP. Don't let the Iron Hands and Imperial Fists sit in Devastator all game long unless they're paying for it. That's a good way of actually... That's a good adjustment. Maybe you should become a playtester there, Ben. Yeah, that's fair. Nah, too much work. (laughs) I'll just complain about it. I don't want solutions. I want to be angry. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, Outra- outrage is outrage is easier than outrage. Is but yes, to answer things. your question, Vince, I got everything except for a single stratagem, which would allow me to use the assault doctrine one turn faster. That's it. Yeah, which white stars yeah, would love I mean, the same thing. I, I think that's probably why you're not allowed to have it. It, it really, yeah, but. Close combat sucks compared to shooting. Well, that's true. It's It's so much. This is the truth, Vince. Uh, I have found in my very limited playtesting so far. uh, Hashtag uh, life gets in the way of Warhammer. Uh, uh, I have found that realistically, it doesn't really matter. Um, By turn three, the game's over or not. So those extra attack buffs. Eh, not worth it. So I'm already trying to come up with lists where I combo Blood Angels with another Space Marine un- uh, ch- uh, chapter, even like Imperial Fist Centurions or Raven Guard Eliminators, uh, because quite frankly, the extra buff to the Assault Doctrine, I'm never going to get. Yeah, you're kind of basically what I'm hearing is that you want something that can once you die badly clearing somebody's screen, you want something behind it to actually. Well, deal I with mean, I do have that it. in the sanguinary guard units that I'm building up. I mean, because they could get ridiculous. Mm, well, they, until no, they run uh, into centurions in close combat. As long as yeah. they get a hit first, they'll Thank probably you. kill Thank all you. the centurions. I don't know. I've I've watched a couple of I, I I've watched a couple of games here and there. And every time I see anything big hit a Centurion squad, they, they kill like two models and then just 
Uh, sang- get him sanguinary guard of what it takes to take them down. But the point remains, I think that while the buff sounds of uh, the extra attack sounds good on paper, um, you just it's just never get there in time. I mean, yeah, yeah, mostly just overkill. It is overkill. Extra so attack. I would rather have the ability to add a very good shooting unit and still have a screen cleaner in terms of the of de- uh, def company a good yeah a good screen cleaner yeah, the clearer in def company just a cheap unit and how about three thunderfire cannons and an iron hands character yeah. mortis dreadnought yeah yeah that's God i'm experimenting right now that that might be a good idea Ta-da. <laughs> well yeah that's original no Nope, not at not all. But... <laughs> not at all. But that's that's because Ben doesn't care There's about being original. Wrong with that. Ben that's... just likes to win. Not at all. I only play original stuff. Eh. OG. 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 Either way, either way, I think the best way to run Blood Angels is to maximize on their close combat abilities, but find a way to get some very efficient shooting into that list. Like guard. Yeah, yeah, but then you, you don't want to lose your the doctrines. doctrines. I, I would, I'm saying combo in. Oh, it's just, I think guard well, yeah, break the doctrines, Marines... but Marines don't? Everything yeah. breaks it except Marines. Why? They're space Marines. They all have chapter doctrines. They all have doctrines. Yeah, and they all fight like completely. Hey, different. brother, we will shoot. <laughs> And they all hate each other in the fluff. <laughs> well, a lot of them hate it. Like, it just, uh All right. I mean, I I guess I'm just used to, if you're if you're from an entirely separate codex, normally your rules just don't even interact. Uh, you, you're not, blo- like, you're not blocked from, you don't give up special rules just because you take an allied codex. You can't but, you even know, use the Marine. stratagem to bring an assassin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember. I remember hearing about that. Which I thought was the height well, of is. stupidity. <laughs> uh, it is what it but, is. Hey, but know. all I'm saying is, I think that right now, after again limited playtesting, but I think I'll have more info in a couple of weeks as I get more and more games in. Is that the best way to run these new Blood Angels is with some shoot, type of shooting in the background? Oh yeah, you always need yeah. Some so it's sort either going to be element. Imperial Fist unit, or I'll figure it out. But yeah. And if we heard anything, is uh, I apologize. Normally, I'm the one who has this information, but Ben, you got to carry me this time. Have they ta- have they mentioned anything about if they're going to give guard anything? Uh they've said every faction is going to get a psychic awakening yet. book. So, eventually, yes. No, yeah. no teasers or anything coming out because I can tell you what I want. Uh, all we know is Tau is in the next. So they one, are finally gonna. Sun. So is is are they gonna make? Are they gonna give Tau psychic powers, or is it gonna be a Death Guard book? Because that's it's who probably, they mentioned specifically. It's probably gonna be like an anti, like they're probably like an anti psyker. Yeah, like or like uh, some stratagems to counter psychic powers. It would. It, yeah. it would make sense as far nice. as you know. They run into some wild shit that they refuse. They roll to disbelieve, um, and then yeah, I think ethereals should be yeah, able they to might deny do something that would be for cool. sure. They, they'll probably end up doing something like that, given the fact that all these 
psychic powers are going to start amping everything up. But realistically, like, for example, Blood Angels, they didn't change the psychic powers. It just buffed them every other which way. Well, that's why I'm suspecting that I, I have a really bad feeling that Psychic Awakening is their second attempt at doing a Storm of Chaos, except for 40k. Huh? Uh, and that did not go well for, for fantasy when they tried it. Well, they'll, they've learned from their mistakes. Did they, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, times times on the way. No, no, no! I, I, I don't expect that to happen. Um, I think that we all know they're obviously doing too well in every... They're going to blow it up and we're no. going to have to play this. Oh, my God. No, no, no. You know what? Don't <laughs> make me excited. Um, that would be... <laughs> playing it, playing a Lehman Rust like an old-school steam tank would be absolutely hysterical. So besides Vince, uh, everyone else would hate it. Yeah, but that's because none of you have taste. Uh, did I say that? My bad. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, let, me, let me fix that. I'm just saying <laughs> what I'm thinking all the time when I'm talking to 40K and Age of Sigmar players. Yeah, so I noticed. Go back Fuck to ninth age. age. Ninth age is an abortion. Ninth age is an abortion. <laughs> uh, oh God. wow! Okay. It is an absolute ninth age is a Frankensteinian creation where Doctor Frankenstein didn't actually want the thing to live. That's what it is. Hmm. Like he. I have seen more ninth age players use tub toys than yes. actual models. So that, ninth, that does ninth make age sense. is just everything. Ninth age is what happens when your community thinks way too highly of itself. Yeah, that's probably true. That, that they can run their own kind of like fan created rule set, and then they find out, oh boy, playtesting is actually a lot harder than we thought. And so is original writing and original ideas. Man, how'd that happen? People make mistakes, I suppose. <laughs> but. <laughs> repetitively um oh. well i before we go into it before i get a, since i'm now i'm not going to say before since i'm now officially angry and just thinking about wanting to play oh warhammer God. fantasy again uh let's go ahead and get on out i know and right? folks will, exactly ben, accomplished. ben has done his job i'm pissed off again um we will <laughs> re-record uh probably what are we yeah. doing sunday gentlemen? list previews baby we will do list previews. We will go over uh, a couple of the missions that we're all expecting to hate and what we would run uh, with the various lists. So pay attention to that. Thank you very much for sticking with us over the break, and we'll talk to you again soon. See you later, guys. Good night. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all-the-time thing. You don't win once in a while, and you don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit.